I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every morning, 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, let me find my sheet here real quick. Get your sheet together. Today on the show, holy shotsky Gretzky. Also, is that a forest in your house, or are you just happy to see me? But first, let's do some live dates, huh? Coming up December 31st, Mitchell, South Dakota. Of all the Dakotas, that one is the southern one. Can't wait to be out there New Year's Eve. January 28th, St. Cloud, Minnesota, Beaver Island Brewing for Silly Beaver. Hopefully you guys can make it out to that show. I'll be headlining that night, uh, doing an extended set. My buddy Foz Hughes is going to be opening that show. And I believe, oh, who's the other gal? So, is it Sophia Bispochi? I'm spacing on it, but either way, uh, then my guy Jonah Maddox, very funny dude, veteran, great guy, love that guy. He's also going to be on that show, uh, so check out RudyPovich.com. We'll get you more details on it here shortly. And then uh, February 10th, I'm actually going to be in Richfield. What the what? I never do shows down the street from me ever, unless I'm at Mall of America, House of Comedy. But this is like literally in my this is my hood. It's right down the road. Guy contacted me and was like, hey, you want to do a uh, paddy wagon? We got like a bar show that night. Do you want to come? And I was like, I'm I'm staring at it out my window. Obviously, I'll be there. So that is uh, February, I believe it's 10th. I'll get you guys some more details on that here shortly. All right. So uh, coming up next couple of weeks, this will be uh, the last week until uh, the new year. Because I'm going to be taking off on Friday, getting out of here, and then rolling out for Christmas. Ooh, that's buttery. Uh, I'll be rolling out for Christmas for a couple of days and then heading up north and going to Lake of the Woods with all the fellas sitting on the uh, sitting on a sheet of ice and uh, drinking our cares away. Pulling beers out of the mystery pack. We've been doing the mystery pack now. This will be, I think it's year seven of the mystery pack. There used to be a liquor store in Dinkytown, University of Minnesota. And this was ages ago. God, man, this was so long ago. But when I was at 93X, the radio station was on the backside of the U of M, kind of like in this little industrial area. And then on the way home, I would always stop off at Dinkytown Liquors. It was a staple of Dinkytown. And when you walked into the place, you know, it was mom and pop. Towards the end, it really started to like get kind of corporate. But... One day I had walked in there. This was like a, it was a Thursday. I walked in and I decided to stop at the liquor store before I went to work. So it was, I don't know, 1230-ish. I walk in. As I'm walking in, I see like three college kids walking out. Each of them has a white beer case in their hands. I was like, what is that thing? And it's all it was was just a question mark on the side of it. I'm like, what the hell is that? So I walk in and I see that they have this mystery... It was like a tower of them. There was about, I don't know, 40 of these mystery packs. And it said a sign. It said $9.99. I said, what's up with the $9.99 beer? And they were like, the liquor distributor has all these 12 packs and bottles and whatnot that 
Sometimes a couple of the bottles get smashed and they have all these extras just lying around. They don't know what to do with them. So what they did is they just took white generic cases of you know beer cases and they would just grab stuff off the shelf, put it in, stick a question mark on the side of it and sell it as a mystery pack for $9.99. I'm like, that is right up my goddamn alley. Limit one. You can only get one. That was it. So the, uh, the next week I came back and I went to the liquor store after work on that Thursday. All the mystery packs were gone. And the lady goes, oh, these come in at word spread. It only took one time. Word has spread about the mystery pack. You get one shot to get them. They show up at noon on Thursday. Once they're gone, they're gone, and they only come one day a week. So the following week, I had gone back. Thursday was like 12.15. They were like halfway through the pile. I'm like, all right, we got to make this a weekly thing. So every week, I would just go back every Thursday. It'd be about noon. There'd be, you know, 15 of us kids. Just I mean, when I say kids. I was like 20, you know, 8 at the time, 29, 30. You know, there'd be a couple of 22-year-old kids just waiting around for these mystery packs of beer. And then we'd each buy one. And, you know, you'd pop that thing open right away to see what you get. It's like one of those grab bags when you go to, like, a novelty shop. And sometimes you'd get some kick-ass beers. You'd get some really good, like, high-end stuff from the East Coast. And then sometimes you were like, well, fucking guess I'm drinking Clamata. Ugh. Bud Light. Ugh. Gross. It's grossy tossy. Ugh, gross. Sally, can't go wrong with the price and all the flavors are, pr- are probably awesome. There was a couple in there that sucked. Absolutely. But for the most part, the beers in there, not too bad. Not that. And if anything, it stocked your fridge. You know, if you got through the week and you had another five beers left over that you didn't like, you just saved them for people who would come over and they'd be like, yeah, you know, I do like a Takata. All right, well, good. This one's on you then, my man. I'm going to pass it up, but feel free to drink it. So that was fun. So basically what happened was I had gone back. I had stopped at Dink. After I had been let go, it had been, I don't know, five, six years since I had been to Dinky Town Liquor. And then one day on our way out of town to go to the Lake of the Woods, I was like, oh, the last liquor store before I hit the highway is Dinky Town Liquor. I stopped. It was Thursday. We were going up to, the, up to Lake of the Woods for the weekend. I saw that mystery pack and I was like, oh, shit, the mystery pack. So I brought one up to the to Lake of the Woods, and while we're out in the shacks, we never opened it. And then you'd just walk around, and you'd have everybody stick their hand in, and whatever they pulled out, that's what they had to drink. And it was free beer. So I don't know. It, it's fun. And then Dinky Town Liquor closed down, but luckily one of the guys in our crew, my cousin Tim, works at a liquor store. And every year, he just gets a case, and he goes into the back, shell, back room, and he grabs... 18 phenomenal high-end beers, and then he grabs six stinkers, <laughs> and he loads it up, and then we just dig our grubby little mitts inside there, and we start pulling out mystery beers, and whatever you get, that's what you drink. It's fun stuff, man. It's fun stuff. I don't think there's a lot of ladies that would probably do that. If there was a all-female ice fishing trip, I can't imagine the ladies would be showing up there. That's a domain of the dude. That's what guys do. It's almost like self-inflicted pain. Jackass for the for the drunkard. Because why else would you do that to yourself? I mean, what happens if you did pull out a Clamato? That's, that's the worst beer ever made. Ooh, actually, let me rephrase that. I was at Wooden Ship the other day. 
you guys have ever been to Wooden Ship Brewing in Edina, Minnesota. Wonderful selection. Except for one. Except for one. There is a shit beer. Dill pickle something or another. Holy Christ. I've That's the worst beer I've ever had. I said, can I get a sample? And they gave me a sip and I was like, you should just... How many kegs of this do you have? You should just crack them open on the side of the street and let them flow into the sewer. Sewer, actually, you know what? Why don't you replace it with sewer water? Because sewer water would taste better than this dribble. It was the worst beer I've ever had in my life. It was, it was shit. Absolute garbage. And then I had gone back to Wooden Ship like about a month later and noticed, oh, what do you know? That dill pickle beer off the goddamn list. Ah, it was disgusting. Disgusting. Holy shit, Ski Gretzky. A Colorado town connected hundreds of skis in a chain and glued shot glasses to them to break an unofficial world record for the longest shot ski. The town of Breckenridge, which has passed the unofficial record back and forth for years with a Park City, Utah distillery, broke the record once again. Breckenridge Distillery led the attempt and connected 468 skis into a 2,401 foot chain allowing 1,350 people to take shots of the distillery's Bronco bourbon all at the same time. That is how goddamn good, that's how good we are at sports and at drinking. We slap the two together and still kick everybody's ass. Danielle, ice fishing and beer, you can't go wrong with the activity in the middle of winter. That's, I mean, that's why ice fishing was created was for you to drink, get away from everybody, spend four hours out. I mean, that's how much that's how much we as Minnesotans need to get out of the house. We'd rather sit on a cold bucket in the middle of winter on a sheet of ice than hang out with our families. Nate, this podcast is reinforcing my decision to stop drinking. Damn. Uh, well, yeah, no, no, I mean, don't, don't be a quitter, dude. Just saying. Every, you just got, listen, you got to run serpentine when it comes to some of these crap beers. Don't drink dill pickle beer. It's gross. Don't put your olives in your Miller Lite. That's the white trash of white trashiest. Who's the gross son of a bitch who puts olives in their Miller Lite? Ugh. You might listen. You're probably if you put olives in a Miller Lite, you are definitely you are definitely drinking at a place that is named after a gal named Deb. All right. They either call it like Deb's Hideaway, Deb's Speakeasy. You know, Deb's Pub, Deb's Tavern. It's something named after a Deb. If you are putting olives in your Miller Lite, trust me, they got beef jerky and pickled eggs sitting behind that bar. There's an old ham's clock that's telling you that you probably should have gone home hours ago, and it's named after a gal named Deb or a Barb. More than likely a Deb, okay? It's gross. Disgusting. Hate it. Uh, Erica Bank, trail mix beer? Ooh, well, they have a mixed nut beer that Indeed just came out with, which is, mm, I mean, it's a little spendy for my taste, but it's delicious. I did buy a four-pack of it the other day. I think it was like 10 bucks. And while I was packing up to go to Norfolk, Nebraska, I goddamn, <laughs> I dropped one of those beers. They're like 250 each. For a home beer, that's expensive. And I dropped one. As I was like moving like some sodas and stuff around, I was getting a couple of seltzer waters out of the uh, out of the beer fridge, and when I went to go put it in the cooler, I dropped one of those beers, and it, it didn't like spray, but it like you could kind of hear it 
it had opened itself. It's like 9, 12 a.m. I was getting in the car in like 40 minutes, and I'm like, I got to drink it. I have to. I There's no choice. I'm not going to let $2.50 worth of mixed nut beer go down the goddamn drain. No. So I got a pint glass. It was 9, 12 a.m. And it was funny because the next day while we did uh, radio for the sh- uh, shows, Tammy Pescatelli and I, uh, Abe from Kicks Country was like, do you guys consider this to be a real job? And Tammy was like, absolutely. I wake up every single day and I I grind this out just like I would any any other nine to five. And I'm like, I got up yesterday and had a beer at 9 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I consider this to be an actual real job because I was drinking very, very early. Uh, Scooter, nothing good happens after 10 p.m. You ain't, ain't that goddamn true. Mira, I look forward to the day that this pod gets a beer sponsor. Hopefully, I don't know. We got we. I need a salesperson to start pitching this thing. I'm I'm awful at that. Too much other shit going on. Start pitching this to other. I would love to at least one of these days do a live, a long walk to Cleveland, where we do, you know, we do a. a it's you do the uh, you do the show first. You do a quick like stand up. 45 minute, one hour, you get three people, everybody does, you know, 20 minutes. And then you take a, you know, five minute break, you come back out, and then I host the show and then bring up my two guests. And then we hang for an hour just riffing on stage. I think that'd be a blast. It would be fun. Danielle, I'm surprised there hasn't been uh, sponsored by a beer company. We've had other sponsors. If you guys remember, uh, Dollar Shave Club, The Batman, that was probably my favorite. Because I talked a ton of shit about Robert Pattinson. And then Warner Brothers was like, hey, we want to sponsor your podcast. I was like, you should probably let me see that movie first before I decide to put my name to it. And then I saw it and it was incredible. And I went, all right, you guys knocked it out of the park. Good on you. Good on you. Nate Hood, you should do that. That'd be killer. I would love to. Yeah, I would would love to. Uh, Maybe... Uh, for like the 400th or 500th episode, we do something special like that. I don't want to do one like, I hate when podcasts go out. It's almost like they just oversaturate it. They go out and they do it a bunch of times. It's just, nah, that's not my thing. I'd rather do it special, you know? We do it where it's it's us with a group of people. We do it, you know, for like the five, because I think we're at like close to 400 already. 390? 385? We got to be somewhere close. But... Yeah, Danielle, I would love to. I love that show idea. I would definitely check that out. Yeah, uh, Mira, pick a date and do it. You always have our support. That's why I love you guys. That's why I love you. That no matter what, regardless of what happens in the next few years, there will always be at least some form or fashion a long walk to Cleveland pot. In fact, so while I was in Norfolk, Nebraska. Somebody had, uh, Abe, actually, I am keep bringing this guy up, but he was such a cool guy. He was hosting the shows, and he said, what is the name of your podcast? And I said, A Long Walk to Cleveland. And he said, that is, it's, he's like, for some reason, it's like, it's catchy, but it's long. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. It sticks with people sometimes. Of course, people fuck it up, like Tom Chilstrom. How many times has that guy brought me on stage, and he calls it a short run to Cleveland, a long run to, to fuck, fuck, Tom, how many times do I have to tell you? It's a long walk to Cleveland. I've watched that guy. He has literally asked me. The lights are down. 
The music is up. The MC is bringing him the the God voice. The guy in the booth is like, hey, everybody, welcome to House of Comedy. You guys ready for a nice? That is happening. Three seconds before they bring Tom Chilstrom up on stage. And Tom goes, what's the name of your podcast again? And I go, it's a long walk to Cleveland. And he's like, all right, sounds good. Then he gets up on stage like, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome your next, uh, uh, let's welcome your next uh, entertainer tonight. He's got a podcast called A, uh, a Short Jump uh, Over a Line to Cleveland. Like, you fucking what? Tom, how many times have we done this? And then, of course, like, I get up on stage. He's like, I fucked that up, didn't I? I'm like, Jesus Christ, Tom. Every goddamn time. (laughs) I love that guy, but he has fucked that name up numerous times. Numerous times. God. I wonder if I got... Let's see if I got this. I don't know if I still have it. I hope I do. Um... You might remember, oh shit, let me see if I can find it. There was a comic that this had happened at Laugh Camp in downtown St. Paul. While I'm at Laugh Camp, the comic looks at me and he goes, "Um, shit, I don't know where it is. Ah, I'll try to find it. God, it was funny. He goes, uh, goes, what's your name, man? And I said, Rudy Povich. And he goes, oh, Rudy Pomage. Okay. So, like a bear paw, right? I was like, dude, exactly. Like a bear paw. Rudy, paw, er, vich. That's it. That's all you got to do. Rudy Pomage. That's it. And he's like, okay, sounds good. Gets up on stage. He's like, your next guy is super funny guy. Let's give it up for Rudy Popovich. I was like, fucking God damn it. <sighs> and of course, as I'm walking up, he shakes my hand. He's like, I fucked that up, didn't I? I was like, yeah, you fucked it up bad. You fucked it up terribly. God damn it. I was on Spotify the other day, and sometimes I'll be listening to a comedian, and then it'll give you suggestions to other comedians that you want to listen to. And I saw a guy on there. His name was Matt Pavich. I was like, Matt Pavich? Speaking of, uh, Chris Maddock, who I've known for fucking a decade and a half now, Two weeks ago, I'm doing a show at Comedy Corner Underground. He brings me up on stage. Right before he gets up on stage, he goes, let's give it up for Rudy Pavich. I just, I move on. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm done trying to correct people. I don't care. Whatever. I get up on stage. I make a comment. I say my last name in some joke. I can't remember what it is. But I leave the stage, and then Chris goes, oh, shit, dude, your name is Rudy Pavich? I was like, yeah. And he's like, why haven't you corrected me? I'm like, because I don't, it doesn't matter. Then. Nobody remembers our name. In fact, Chris, you do a bit about people not remembering comedians' names. So, whatever. I don't give a shit. Fast forward th- three weeks later, I'm on. Chris goes to bring me up. He's like, Brick, give it up for Rudy Pavich. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I do my shit. I get off the stage. Chris is like, hey, wait a minute. Your name is Rudy Pavich? I was like, Chris, we just had this conversation too. The same exact. You got on stage and said the same exact thing. We've had this conversation many times. At least, if anybody was at the show three weeks ago, you saw us have the same exact conversation. He's like, I'm a pothead. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Olina, people F up my name all the time. Don't, I know, that's the worst, man. Uh, People screw up my name as well. It's Swan, just like the bird. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing that I always put back on the parents. 
S-W-A-I-N. It's Swain in my book. But then people are like, no, it's Swan. You're like, okay, then get rid of the goddamn A. Also, if you're going to go and sign up for something, or, you know, when like you put your name in a bucket for like, uh, I don't know, I'm just because it's just top of mind, like some fucking stupid radio drawing, and you spell your name, wait, like there's a gal that's online, she's a comedian, very funny, incredibly funny. Her name is, um, her name is Carrie Ann, and she spells it K-E-R-Y-A-H-N, I think is how she spells it. Could be close, I think I might be a little off. But when people are like, uh, Korean? Karan? Karan? What the fuck? How do you, she's like, it's Carrie Ann. All right, then fucking spell it Carrie Ann. K-E-R-R-I-A-N-N-E. Carrie Ann. That's how you spell Carrie Ann. Not this weird-ass hippie way you have it spelled. Don't get angry at me just because your parents decided to get fucking cutesy with your name. God. I hate that shit. Uh, his name is Jeff, but he spells it G-E-O-F-F. No, his name is G-O-F, and I'm not calling him anything else. Anything else. Until he acknowledges that J-E-F-F is the correct spelling of that name. That is all we're having. I'm not, no, done. Goddamn Pamela with a, it's P-A-H-A-E-L-L-U-A-H-L-E-A. Pamela, no, yeah, no, Pamela, P-A-M. I have to think about Pamela. E-L-E-A, Pamela. <laughs> Tara, I know a... Tara, you're another one. God damn it. <laughs> Tara, I know a Karen spelled K-A-R-Y-O-N. Carry on? Your name is Carry on, my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't spell Karen like this no more. God damn it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Shotskis. <laughs> 1,350 shots at a distillery. Oh, boy. I think Bodie Miller calls that a light lunch. Holy shit, that's a deep pull. That is a deep, deep pull. Oh. Can we turn that down? Thank you very much. That is a deep, deep, deep pull. Bodie Miller. Remember that? Oh, Bodie Miller, he's the bad boy of skiing. Bad boy of skiing. Bodie Miller, he's the bad boy of skiing. Like, what does Bodie Miller do? The other night, he drank a half a bottle of Boone's Farm and then went and got a Whopper at 2 a.m. He's the bad boy of skiing. How much of a badass can you be if you're the bad boy of skiing? Fuck, dude. Might as well be the bad boy of golf. And not even that golf, ladder golf. The worst golf. Uh, Danielle, I love the random tangents of the show. Well, listen, these are the hard-hitting things that sometimes people need. We got to dive into these things. This is why we do the show. It's a million percent why we do the show. An Alberta couple filled their home with 133 decorated Christmas trees to raise money for a local animal shelter. Now, when I saw this headline, I thought two things. Number one, this is a couple with no children. Or number two, there's a couple of gay dudes. There's nothing in between. A couple with no kids or a couple of gay dudes who definitely don't have kids either. And then I kept reading the article, and a guy named Tom and a guy named Vince. Ding, 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 ding. 
I knew it. And this is why I tell you guys all the time, live next to gay dudes. They're the best people to live next to. Hands down. The Brents. I'll never forget the Brents. The Brents were the best neighbors I've ever had in my life. They were super good looking. They were funny. They were affable. They were giving. And they took care of shit. And that's why I loved the Brents. And then they sold that house to a 24-year-old Coos who ended up destroying it with her and her stupid friends. Live next to gay dudes, everybody. They're the best neighbors to have. I don't give a sh- even- But people are like, what about like a- Just a platonic male, female, one daughter, one son- No! Those families suck to live next to. Goddamn kids ruin everything. Gay dudes, that's who you want to live next to. My neighbors are great. They're not gay. Rachel and Gio, they're the shit. I love them. They're great. But if I had to choose anybody else to live next to, it would be two gay dudes. They're the best people to live next to. I'm telling you that right now. And this will explain absolutely as to why it is. They filled their home, they called the Red Deer Home, with Christmas trees and opened the doors to the public about 15 years ago when they had 15 decorated trees in their home. The couple said the number of trees has increased every year to a total of 133 trees. The pair said the tours they give their home, tree-filled home, raise money for a Central Alberta Humane Society. Canadian and gay. What other combo could you want? That's the, listen, okay, let me rephrase that. Live next to gay dudes, but if you can, double down, live next to Canadian gay dudes. Those guys are the best. Because not only do they bring all of the flavor of being gay, but they probably know how to chop wood. They've definitely been through some winters, and they might li- they might love kill Letter Kenny. Why do I say kill Kenny? You bastards. The annual event was dubbed Sophia Celebrates Christmas five years ago after the couple's beloved Chihuahua, Sophia, died after years of health complications. Oh. Every Christmas, you could find her as she was always laying underneath some of the Christmas trees, just laying there underneath the trees on the Christmas mats. Gay dudes, I'm telling you, live next to all of them. If I could have two gay dudes under my tree this year, and I open it up and they're like, we bought the house next door, I'd be like, fucking A. Anytime you guys want to hang out, I'm in. I mean, don't invite me to your pool parties, but I'm in. I'm totally in. Uh, Sally agreed. Love gay men as neighbors. Otherwise, I get middle-aged drunk guys yelling at his wife, kids, and dogs. Yeah, nah, I'm not a fan. Don't like any of that shit. You give me gay dudes all day long. They're the best people to live next to. Hands goddamn down. I told the Brents when I ran into those dudes. Where was that? St. Paul? I feel like it was St. Paul. I ran into those guys about nine months after they had uh, they sold that house and moved out. They're like, so how's the neighborhood? I'm like, I now call your house the Bravo Network. And they said, why is that? I said, because it was built up right by gay dudes and destroyed by white women. (laughs) Your house is the Bravo Network. You had your shit together and now it's all gone. You've let white middle-aged women overrun you. And now gay dudes don't want anything to do with it. And I don't blame them. That's what your house is. It's the Bravo Network. Uh, Also, real quick, if we could, even though I just thought of this as I was taking a sip of my coffee, what's up with everybody debating what is a better coffee these days, Folgers or Maxwell House? Let's do an impromptu poll on the Instagram right now. We got a pretty hefty uh, crowd going on. Let me know what you guys think. Folgers or Maxwell Brothers? Maxwell House? Folgers? Where's the two? All right, we'll just say Maxwell House and, yeah. Folgers. What's the brothers one I'm thinking of? Are there brothers? 
Folgers? Folgers and Maxwell House. Yeah, man, Maxwell. I've tried to do Maxwell House. It's garbage. You guys should just dump that right down the goddamn sewer with that dill pickle beer. It is awful. Scooter, Folgers, Sally Mac, Folgers, yeah, Folgers. Everybody goes Folgers. I hate the fact that people are like, listen, I'm a coffee connoisseur. And then they give me one of their cups of coffee. I'm like, this tastes like water. It's awful. There's like no flavor to it whatsoever. Hey, what's up, Joe? How are you, man? Good to see you, bud. Hopefully the ice fishing has been treating you well this year. But I was uh, I was in, when I was in Norfolk, guy was like, oh, you need a cup of coffee? Let me get you my cup of coffee. My cup of coffee's the best. I took one sip out of it. I was like, this tastes like, this is like Trader Joe's coffee. It's water. It's not coffee. I need something that's got some bite to it, man. I need it just a little bitter, just like my women. I need it just a little bitter. It's the best. Uh, Tara, I don't like either. If you're telling me that you like don't even come at me with like that freeze dry coffee. That's the worst. That's got to be the worst. Those individual packets that like companies will put in their commissaries. Like we we have free coffee. You're like no, you have free shit coffee. I'd rather pay a dollar twenty five and bring my own coffee and get a Keurig or something because I can't I can't come correct with this garbage coffee. It's awful. No, I'm a Folgers guy. I'll always be a Folgers guy. Maxwell House, garbage. Even the canister. Too blue, too square. It's weird. Doesn't have that pop when you pop open the that uh, that little uh, ass gasket there, the, the little foil thing. When you pop that guy open, you give it a good whiff. That's the stuff. Tara, no caribou or hope coffee. I don't think I've ever had hope coffee. Nope. I hope their coffee doesn't suck. Uh, Steph, I'm the odd person out here. I hate coffee. I don't judge people who hate coffee. It's a weird ball and chain that we connect to ourselves. I wish I didn't have a coffee addiction. I wish I could I wish I could kick it. But there's just something about it, man. Like I just I love the taste. I love I love what it does for you. And of course, you know, like my mom's always on my ass about it. Like, you know, if you just stop drinking coffee, I bet you'd sleep better at night. I'm like, yeah, I could. I could, but what would I do during the day? I'd be miserable. I'd rather give up a couple hours of sleep every single night and be happy <laughs> than drink no coffee and be absolutely miserable. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to bolt. What's today? Tuesday. Uh, a little bit of Christmas shopping. If you guys are going to be around, you're looking for something, go to rudypovich.com. Check out the merch. Check out shows. I got to update all that. But, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we get a few more things. Because, like, January is going to be a little light. I'll be at... Uh, the first weekend of January, I'm not doing shows per se, but I'll be doing some guest sets because Adam Ray is coming to town. Adam Ray from Young Rock on NBC. He played Jay Leno and Pam and Tommy. He's right now on Welcome to Chippendales on Hulu. He's been a good friend of mine for a long time. Uh, I've been you know, helping him out with About Last Night and a lot of his video clips. He's a great guy. I love that dude. He's going to be at Acme. Coming up January 4th through the 7th, I'll be down there filming all of his sets and uh, doing some guest sets and kicking it with him. So, uh, not a show per se, but if you have nothing going on, I would definitely suggest buying tickets to go see him because he's he's just a lights-out comic and a, a really good dude. So, all right, guys, you have yourselves a great day. Appreciate it. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, along with iHeartRadio. And every morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You guys have a great day. Appreciate it. And thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.